It's Herb Alper and the T1 of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, as he is most weeks, is contributor to CBS Sports Ion Baseball and author of two books, one of them decent, Dane Perry. For those familiar with Dane Perry's appearances on Fangraphs Audio, this episode won't represent much of a departure. It features, for example, uh, me, your host, calling to attention the differences in class between myself and Perry, and Perry evacuating his bladder during the course of the interview. I chastise Perry for his use of hyperbole. He threatens to injure me physically. It's Fangraphs Audio. features mediocre baseball writer Dane Perry, and it begins right now. Here, Dane. I, I, you know, I was just trying to arrange things at seven thirty. You know, I'm the one with a child and a wife. That's two to one. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was thinking so. about this. I actually, Dane. Do you know? Uh, last week, you read that Robert Bly poem to me. I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I uh, stands of it, not the entire poem. But, yeah. Know. Well, in fact, uh, I came across a. Uh, I came across a poem that would apply to, uh, to apply to you. <laughs> Something about Lord Byron, about his uh, Greek Revolution. Experience. No, 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 no. It um, it's by Horace. It's the Roman poet Horace. Okay. You familiar yeah. with Horace? I am familiar. Okay, yeah. He um, he um, yeah. He was writing. Yeah, it, 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 it's in part, it's an homage to a poem uh, or an epigram by Callimachus, who was uh, a poet and uh, epigrammatist. He was also a librarian at the, the library at Alexandria. He was like the head <laughs> librarian. Yeah, um, <laughs> the head librarian. Was he working in the stacks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did a lot of interlibrary loan work for them. <laughs> you know, if he needed something from another another country. He would do. He would do a lot of that work. The microfish. Would, yeah. Yeah, Mike. You say microfish? Yeah. God, you don't do anything right. Is you it know, fish? Yeah, I believe it's fish. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the way an a would pronounce it. <laughs> Pretty sure it's microfish. No. You, yeah. you, for you, it seems as though um, educated and precise, and that the like that phrase, and then. Those seem to be synonymous for you. <laughs> People are just awful. Uh, now I know. Now I, you know, I know that I'm talking to a distinguished alumnus. Yes. <laughs> of a college that I'm not positive exists. <laughs> I am a phoenix. Except that, um, except that I do know that a notable alumnus, or at least notable attendee of of Mississippi College, besides you, do, do you know Barry Hanna? Uh, yes, Barry Hanna is one, but also Ted DiBiase Jr. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. The list, the quality of human being produced yeah. by Mississippi College, um, yes. a potentially yes. fictional institution. Um, Drops off considerably after Barry Hanna. We go from Barry Hanna to Ted DiBiase Jr. Now, does Virgil? I saw the elder Ted DiBiase Jr. one time at a Mexican restaurant in Clinton, Mississippi. 
quite a moment. Does Virgil's son go there as well? <laughs> well, no. Or is, or, is, or is Virgil's son Ted DiBiase Jr.'s butler? <laughs> yeah, it was part of the whole contractual agreement that he would <laughs> yeah. also serve as valet to the son, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh. When you're the million-dollar man, you have that sort of power. Yeah. So, uh, well, I actually want to get um, – I want to make sure that I get the Latin up here too because um, Latin's, oh, a la- Latin's a language that I know. Latin makes for kick-ass radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's well-known. Hot sports radio equals Latin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me just – the first lines are Odi Profanum. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Yeah, so you here, really just made this up, didn't you? No, this is a uh, yeah, this is a uh, book one or book three from Horace's Odes, poem one of book three. Game uh, of Thrones. Horace's Odes. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So the English translation um, is, uh, and, and some of it is mine too. The, I found a, a decent one online, but I'm you know I add a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, roughly enough. though, I hate the I hate the vulgar crowd, and um, I keep myself away from them. And he says, silence. I sing a song never heard before for the for all the boys and the girls. That's what he says. So he says, I okay. I hate the I hate the vulgar crowd. I stay away okay. from them. And he says, yeah. silence, because I'm a priest of the muses and I sing a song no one's ever heard before for the boys and girls. You know, like the okay. ladies, all the ladies and gentlemen out there. Right, the ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah and this reminded me of you, Dane. Okay. Um, because I think when. Um, I, I was thought, expecting something far more insulting. No, 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 but um, because of what Wait, I, you're, getting, you're getting to the insulting part. Yeah, well, because when yeah. I think of the vulgar crowd, um, you know, you, you, sometimes when you're reading a, a literature or a poem, you have a, a place or, or, you know, like a, you'll read about a character and then um, that character will you know, sort of take someone from your own life and then you put that uh, – that person's face will come to your mind whenever you see this character. Um, uh-huh. Um, involuntarily for me when I um, I read that I hate the vulgar crowd just y- you your face um, yeah. your face <laughs> came into came into um, okay, yeah. came into so my I'm head I, vulgar crowd yeah I could not um, a crowd Dan, of I, one right but I yeah it's sort of some um, symbolic of a, of a of a larger crowd though um, but yeah I could not prevent it it was totally involuntary I was not yeah. attempting to do this um, uh-huh. but just in uh, rushing into my mind's eye uh, yeah. was your was your face, and um, I thought I'd let you know that vulgar crowd, vulgar Some crowd. sort of a one man gang of vulgarity. Well, no, and also not uh, not your wife so much, but your little public school child. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just all of you with your hands on things, just touching yeah. things, <laughs> just eating trash. Yeah, right, right, right. That's yeah. how that's how I came to. Just slack jawed, slack jawed. Because yeah, just I, you know, mouth breathing, yeah, staring at a very basic math problem, yeah, yeah. and just, yeah. <laughs> and just a slave, yeah, just a slave. Because you are a slave, you're a slave to your basest urges. We've discussed that. This is true. Yeah, mm. I confess to that. Yeah. Yeah, just a vulgar crowd. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, for me, because you know, Dane, um, I was not necessarily born into. Um, I was not necessarily born into an aristocratic family, but I've made myself in to an aristocrat. Yeah. I'm, I'm an auto-aristocrat. Is the, uh, 
Is this sign of an aristocrat these days a, a apartment in a college town? Oh, see what you're what you're doing, Dane. You're yeah. making it what you're making a common mistake, a common okay. mistake that a for a common person, okay. a common yes. common person. Yes. You're conflating wealth uh-huh. with good um, with with good breeding. Yeah, okay. see, okay. Uh, there are a lot of people who have lots of money. In fact, yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. In fact, yeah. in fact, um, it, sometimes it's an advantage. Um, to have yeah. uh, nothing in the way of moral compass, or or, or um, uh, you know uh, knowledge of classical civilization, uh, some 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 would say that that is an advantage in yeah. in the gaining of wealth. Yeah. In fact, okay. Callimachus in another one of his epigrams um, uh-huh. announces to the world that he has no money. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But it, it does facilitate the good life, though. Well, you can find a lot of arguments about that too. In fact, yeah. scientific uh, ones. Uh, you could you could actually find scientific arguments against that. Those exist in uh, the modern field of happiness studies, um, which is sort of like a combination of happiness studies. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's a like interdisciplinary study. Uh, uh, and they call it that. They call it happiness studies. I yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know that's if it's the most navel gazing thing I've ever heard of. I mean, that's a great. That's beautiful, but. I don't know. It's part that of it, uh, you find it in um, like uh, economic organizations. I know, like the um, the guy Richard. I mean, Mann- I'm sure there's some sort of guise of usefulness, you know. Well, well that. I mean, yeah. it, you could argue that it is the only end that is that makes sense. Is um, yeah, yeah. That and you know, avoiding actual work. Well, that's part of it. Certainly, idleness yeah. is part of it. Right, yeah. Idleness is uh, to be pursued at all costs. It is, yeah. Actually, I don't know if you've yeah. read it, but uh, Samuel Johnson. Samuel Johnson has, uh, yes, a, I know him. has a great uh, and short essay called On Lying in Bed. Um, <laughs> and he talks about just the, the pleasures therein. And also, yeah. he, um, he suggests that what he would really like is because he doesn't necessarily like to stare at a blank ceiling, is that you should put a piece of charcoal on the end of a long stick so that you can make drawings on your ceiling. He just really lets himself at it. <laughs> wow, okay. That is, uh, I can appreciate that gentleman. You could, yeah. Also, yeah, uh, yeah. very overweight. Yeah, well, one would assume. Yeah. 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 It's in fact, there, um, there are no extant images uh, of, of Samuel Johnson um, in which he is not, in which he does not have a lamb shank in his hand. That's true. That's true. It's hard. It's hard to, because um, even if he was sitting for a portrait and, or an etching, he always demanded to have a lamb shank um, at the ready. Was he capable of eating a lamb shank while in bed while making pictures of charcoal? On the I, you know, he's, he had two hands. I mean, that might be a bit, of, you know, a bit too much exertion, I would think, though. So. It is a lot. I mean, multitasking. I don't think he would uh, just multitasking. Also, it turns okay. out one of the more talented people, at least in the history of English letters, uh-huh. Samuel, Samuel Johnson. Well, yes, this is true. Not to be confused with Dr. Ben Johnson, who was a dick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> just a total dick. Yeah, um, he was a dick, yeah. So anyway, though, yeah. but yeah, I was thinking about that. I thought, I thought about that poem. Uh, yeah. o- Odi profanum, you could say that. Odi profanum, I hate. Yeah. 
I hate the profane or the vulgar crowd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and just I told you, just um, reflexive, like just just reflexively, I turned to you um, when I when I was thinking of that as sort of a uh, uh, you know a, a single a single manifestation of the worst of the of the teeming masses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you okay. will, um, um, I think we've seen it. You will just hump something if it moves, or it will be drawn drawn to it for that reason at least. Yes. You yes. may not get. You may not catch up to it. Yes. You may yes. not be able to pin it Certainly, down. Yeah. It's a very primal urge just yeah. to you know locate an orifice. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can live with that. Yeah. So that's it. That's uh. He also right. has a you know other. Would you call me a noble savage? No, I would not use that term ever. No, no you would not. No, I would not use that term. I would never use that term. <laughs> so like Emerson isn't sitting back looking at me admiringly. I don't think did Emerson use that term. I thought that was. Uh, I don't know. I, one of those clowns. I don't know. I thought that noble savage was sort of a product of like early English anthropology. And they had this concept of um, Africans and South Americans uh, as, as as you know, sort of like being delight in a way that titillated them. They were sort of more at peace with what it was to be human. Shall I take it to Wikipedia? Yeah, please, please, uh, yeah. please Google that as we're on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Noble Savage. Okay. No, not the album. Don't make me go to the disambiguation page. <laughs> First appeared in the 17th century in John Dryden's heroic play, The Conquest of Granada. Oh, Granada, yeah. yeah. Oh, so there you go. So, yeah, what's that? That's off South America. Christian Punch disguised as Spanish Muslim to refer to himself. Idealized picture of nature's gentleman. Oh, I like that. Nature's gentleman. Yeah. I might refer to myself as that. Yeah, nature's gentleman. Another term I think you you might like is, um, and this this refers back to our uh, question time with Dane Perry episode. Yes. Is question I think time. An, another language or another uh, phrase you might care for is unparliamentary language. <laughs> language not befitting this August house. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. August is very good too. Yeah, that's a, that's also a very good term. Oh, oh Dane. Oh, the stoolie. Here we are, two gentlemen. Two gentlemen. We yes, will. Uh, we, we, two, two of nature's gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> we will tell. Uh, we will tell the attentive and the um, the rapt the rapt, list, the rapt yeah. listener that Dane um, a pushed ahead this recording by half hour, or pushed it back, I should say, seven to seven thirty Central Time. A little um, closer to death on Tuesday, and. Um, I sent him an email promptly saying that would not work for me, uh, which he... No, it wasn't promptly. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, as soon as I got home, and, and before 7, because yeah. I was home by 7, um, yeah, an, email, an email to which you failed uh, uh, um, to respond. Yeah, Perhaps and so I called you at 7.30, you were like, hi. And I was like, yeah, I can't talk to you. And you're like, oh, no, actually, the yeah. podcast is beginning, so whatever. And yet here we are. Yeah, here we are. As your marriage erodes. I would also tell you, Dane, uh, and as, as a sort of a service announcement for yep. uh, the rapt listener, that uh, there will yep. be no um, there will be no um, podcast with Dane Perry next week. 
Uh, there will oh, be yeah, no I want that. podcast today because I will be going. Me, but, you know. I will be going east. Uh, I will be going east to Boston and New York. For, oh yeah. For a um, and before um, just to prevent you from saying something terrible that you what are the few terrible things that you would you might be capable yeah. of regretting? Um, I'm yeah. going to first a funeral for my aunt. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then also to visit my friend who has Hodgkins. So. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Was there anything you're going to say? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to. No, I'm, I'm going to back off on that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably smart. Yeah. 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 Mm, okay. Well, anyway, okay. so, um, Dane, right. I, uh, I don't know, I don't know necessarily why we do this, you and I. I know yeah. that, um, I, I know that frequently. No, what I should say is the tie the tie that binds us, yeah, in a very tenuous tie that binds us, that binds us is uh, the fact that we both write about baseball. This is true. We both write about baseball. I'll acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got me so far. Um, and that I would I would think that at some level we derive pleasure from this. And uh-huh. that a small percentage of the people who listen to uh, these podcasts derive pleasure from it. Can we go vanishingly small? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. decreasing. And, yeah, yeah. And increasingly small. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. Um, um, okay, yeah. All right. But sometimes, sometimes, Dane, I'm at a loss because I'll tell you what. Oh, I, I sense a transition to real talk. Well, there is real talk because yeah. because um, the only thing, the only thought that really comes to mind is, is you know, because I try, um, I will occasionally try and have some baseball topics at the ready. I will occasionally look at your writing uh, yeah. for CBS Sports Eye on Baseball. The home for all baseball fans, yeah. And um, which, by the way, did you put? Did you? Did you really title the post? Did you title the post "Catch of the Millennium"? I did. You titled it, and in, in, you felt that you felt fine with this. I did. Yes. What? Ju- could you justify it? I Millennium. We're eleven years in, so it's really not that of an all-encompassing statement. And you think that's even the best catch of this millennium? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't think of any, but I, right, I, that's, that's sort of my point. Yeah. I mean, off the, the top of my head, but I have a shortest memory. I guess you're just counting on the on the increasing, the vanishingly small memories of, of the collective readership. Correct. Yeah. Because and, you, and of course the uh, relative brevity of the millennium we are presently in. Because eleven years in. Because you know. Because I, mean, I, I think like that big Edmonds catch was pre-2000, was it not? Yeah, I'm almost positive of that. I suppose and, that, but uh, I, would, I generally assume, uh, I generally um, would imagine that you would attempt to avoid hyperbole like that, because to me that is one of the sort of byproducts of um, of the internet, and is is a constant clamoring for hyperbole, mm-hmm. worst this, mm-hmm. best this, and, and I should, uh, I should, you fell victim. To, I, I thought you. I thought this was a moment of weakness. Okay, fair enough. Uh, two points. One, uh, as of this afternoon, I now call it the internet. 
and two, <laughs> whatever. You don't care. Whatever, bro. Whatever. You don't care. You also don't care. Uh, I, I I find that uh, <clears throat> see you didn't you didn't pick up on the subversion by overusing the superlative. We undermine it. And what was the subvert? What was the subversion part? I am by using the superlative so often. I take the fangs out of it. It no longer means what it is intended to mean. Right, but don't. But that's that's my precise point. Don't we want it to mean something at some point when we do use it? Language in the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. I think I think society at large wants it to mean something, but I am not here to cater society. I'm here to upturn it. I'm here to trample. I'm here to ravish its routines and assumptions. Dean, I do that by saying things like "catch of the millennium." Dean, yeah. I don't know if that's justification. I will huh? say though, I want I challenge you, Dean, to always be at your best. You are okay. a guy. You All are right. someone, Dean. You are someone who's capable. Who's capable, Dean, of of punching a noun. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a theoretical noun, a conceptual noun like language. Yep. Yep. You you are capable of punching that in in its. Yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's power, yeah. Dane. That is your strength. That is power. Yeah. 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 Not a human, not a human man, or a or yeah. a beast of some description. You might even say I'm a whisperer. Well, I wouldn't say it, but see, <laughs> you've you've coined that phrase. As well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, did you get to the agenda I sent you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw some, you know, idle comments about stuff. Yeah. I was thinking, though, I was thinking, I was thinking about that catch of the millennium. Oh, yeah, so I look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is the point yeah. I was trying to get to. I look yeah. at that, Dane, and I say... Yeah. And I say, what are we going to... This is what I constantly say. Not say my name so much. It sound like a seminar all of a sudden or something. I look at it, Dane, and I say... Stop saying my name, dude. I'm going to come over there and beat the f*** out of you if you say my name too many more times. We put on that. You feel, I feel like I'm in a sales meeting. I say, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. The thing I know, Dane, the yeah. thing I know no, is, I, that, I, is that it's all useless. It's useless and meaningless. Yeah. And I'm looking for a kernel, Dane. I'm looking for a Telling kernel. Me this? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I know you know it. I mean, I know you know it. Look at the way you live your life. Yeah, exactly. On the edge. You know, um, Artie Lang. Artie Lang yeah. is like a uh, is like a picture of health relative to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You actually look up to him. How can He's I live my life? Actually. Yes. Um. But that's you know that's that's what I wonder. I look at it, I say this is ridiculous. This is yeah. ridiculous because there okay. you know there are baseball topics out there, but yeah. to squeeze them in every week to a you know our half hour. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah. I mean, why, why bother? Because yeah. I was listening today. I'll tell you what. I was listening to an episode of WTF with uh, John Glazer. He had this touching. Story about now he has a he has a son a six year old son and he had this touching story about adopting a baby uh, a baby girl and he was talking about 
Uh, you know, this is a person who makes um, filthy jokes all the time, uh, right. sort of out on the uh, the frontier of taste. <laughs> I like that phrase. And <laughs> and at the same time, though, he he's talking about um, picking up this baby like from the hospital that he was adopting, and how uh-huh. like and like he had just finished rapping on like another season of his show. His mom just happened to be in New York, and he took his son out of school. And he starts talking about how he took his his six year old son out of school to go visit him, and yeah. and he started weeping, you know, um, yeah. not like uncontrollably, um, and certainly yeah. not as a as a show, um, right. but just involuntarily because he was even in that moment, months after the fact, he was um, swept away by by the, the sweetness of the event. Okay. You know, of a, of a very human thing, that feeling, um, uh, yeah, feeling yeah. of, you know, participating in a, in a family setting, which I imagine that you, you're occasionally capable of. I imagine I that. I am, indeed. Not yeah, that often. But, um, yeah. but I've seen you say affectionate things to your children, to your, to your children. And <laughs> My babies, yeah. The one yeah. legitimate one and then some of the others. Yeah, the, the um, babies, yeah. Yes. But at the same time, there is there is this uh, minutia and this this ephemera, some of which is enjoyable and some of which is a, is a pleasure to, to interact with, but much of it is not. Right. Yes. How do you resolve those two things, or don't you? I don't worry about it. Well, How's that? How do how do I resolve the fact that there's like. Uh, a tedious minutia on one hand, and then overwhelming depth on the other. Yeah, it's just how things are. Are you able to preserve that sense of depth? Because thinkers whom I trust, they uh, implore their readers uh-huh. to keep those thoughts before them at all t- at all times. Right. Right. And if you do keep something like um, the inevitability of encroaching death, if you keep mm-hmm. that in front of your eyes at all times, it's hard. It's hard to, um, you know, engage in snark, or engage in, uh, you know, in in these sort of meaningless tiffs, whether electronic or in the streets of of America, you know, to, to which you're, which <laughs> or you're, I am want to fight my battle. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah. If if you uh, are constantly weighted down with that uh, ultimate reality, yeah, I suppose it is difficult, but uh, you know. Minutia can be useful in that it distracts us from uh, uh, the business of death. Yeah, right. And so the and then the last part of it is how how do how does one get onto a podcast and then say so uh, what do you think about that whole uh, <laughs> Cole Hamels Bryce Harper situation? Whoa. Yes. How do, I mean, yeah. who cares? Yeah, you, you, sometimes you can find yourself dwelling in the minutia to such an extent that you crave the sweet release of death. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's probably. Yeah. But the thing is, for me though, that happened. So right, the Bryce Harper Cole Hamels thing happened. Yeah. And then, and the, it, the problem is, the narrative gets made immediately. The narrative of these two players going at it, or, right? Um, and in a tiff, and then the out, you know, the fallout from it. That narrative gets made so strongly and so quickly, and yet, yeah, it doesn't. For me, that's not because um, I love watching baseball and, and participating in it. That's not interesting yeah. to me at all. I'll tell you 
what is interesting, like I had one of the, my most pleasurable baseball watching experiences the other day, mm-hmm. um, watching the Houston Astros broadcast and just mm-hmm. being a part of um, Jim Deshays and Bill Brown's um, their experience of the game. Yeah. Um, have you right. have you watched the Houston broadcast? Uh, not this season, but I am familiar with their work. Uh, it is fantastic. And just this easy, this balance that especially Deshays is, um, is able to strike, but but Brown's there too, um, of just a sort of of easiness, um, and a, and an affirmative quality to the broadcast, um, and a willingness to, um, and, a, and, a, and a curiosity. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a reflection of the best of what people can be. Yeah, that's true. And I guess it doesn't make I don't know, but I guess that narrative. Um, I guess it does not necessarily appeal. That story doesn't necessarily appeal. Uh, to I, I got to tell you, Sister sports is about arguing. And if you don't bring it, don't even show up, man. <laughs> Actually, I did see I did see a guy today at the market. I was at the I was buying bread at the market. Market? Why well, is it a market? I don't know. Oh. It's a market. Okay. What supermarket? It wasn't. I don't know if it's a supermarket though. It's just it's smaller than a supermarket. How about grocery store? That's longer. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sounds less affected. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Sounds what? Sounds less affected. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I think so. Market makes it sound you know like you're strolling down cobblestone you know with a baguette you know or something. I literally like bought a baguette. A. I literally okay. did buy a baguette. And uh, cobblestone was cobblestone involved. No, I don't think they have cobblestone. In Madison, but I am from a place where there really is cobblestone in places. No, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> Can you hear me urinating right now? Urinating on the phone. Sign of champions. That is how you get over the crush of impending death. Yeah, it is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Why did we start talking about that? Oh, yeah, and I saw a guy that had a shirt that said, uh, go hard or go home. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, work, work hard, play hard. Those people are awful, like people who say that. Yeah. Those are just the worst people in the world, I'm sure. Yeah, because really, neither neither hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and both suck. Both yeah. are not like, ah, you know, even if you enjoy your job. As, yeah. as we do to an extent. Yeah. It's like you're still like, ah, f- day, you know? <laughs> work hard, play hard. No. No. What about no. what about work flaccid, play flaccid? That see, that's better. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work and then apologize saying this has never happened to you before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Play quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another another thing I saw today, Dane, uh-huh. um, that I think you would like. This is from Callimachus. This is one of his epigrams. Uh-huh. And uh, but it was a, it was an epitaph. Yeah. Um, it was an epitaph that I think you would like. Um, I like epitaphs. Yeah. Oh, I came up with one today um, that I think I'm going to put up in the New Enthusiast for Father John Gagan. Um, it, well, I was going to call the piece uh, the kindest possible epitaph for Father John Gagan. Um, it would be um, um, here lies here lies Father John Gagan, 
Um, he didn't molest every child. I know that's this is fair. That's as fair as you could get, I thought. I will occasionally, like every six months, just go to his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh yeah. So, so the, this translation is terrible, but um, this is from Callimachus, a uh, uh, Greek poet and epigrammist. Uh, and he says, this is the tomb of Battus' son that you that you are passing. Um, one who was well-skilled in poetry and well-skilled um, in laughing over wine. In laughing over wine? Yeah, or laughing over, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that to me is, that that's a champion, as you would say, Dane, a champion epitaph. That is, yeah. yeah. This guy, This guy, let me tell you. Greatest accomplishment, laughing while drinking. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, that's not too bad. No, I no. End of the day, that is the greatest because <clears throat> I think anytime you find someone who's ambitious, mm-hmm. it's a, to me, it, ambition is such a destructive quality. There's almost nothing positive that ever comes out of it. Do you know? Because you get these – now, if something is really coming out of you, um, and, you know, something like a, a need you feel, if you're compelled by something within to pursue yeah. a project, then great. Like the kind of people who think about the day ahead, following the elliptical at 6 a.m. Oh, that sounds miserable. <laughs> it's mi- miserable. 6 a.m. is not like a place – They think about their sales calls or something. <laughs> yeah. i got a great thing I can say. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but just ambition to, that, to me is so destructive. Yeah. Ugh. And it makes other people I, feel crap. I think crap. we could all do less, do with less ambition. Right. Yeah, just lie in bed and uh, draw, draw a charcoal portrait. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Dan, this this has to come to uh, this has to end. Um, I okay. actually I'm gonna watch. I'll tell you what. I got a great evening lined up. I'm gonna have dinner with my wife. Um, Sounds awful. Um, we're going to watch the second half. I don't know if you ever saw that last episode of the second season of Louie. Um, uh, I may have. I believe I've seen all the Louie, it's or the, all it, season two. It's the episode where he goes to Afghanistan? Yes, yeah, I have seen that. Duckling. We did, we, for some reason, we never saw it. We watched the first yeah. half yesterday during dinner. Got to watch the second half. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a bottle of Vino Verde. Uh, gonna drink okay. that with a nice dish that she's preparing. She's a very good cook, and that's it, Dane. And then you know what I'm gonna do after? I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch the Astros game from earlier. I'm gonna use MLB TV, and then yeah. I will. I will toast. Uh, I will toast to uh, to life. That's what I'm gonna do. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll write my daily notes column. Yeah. And they, okay. I mean, what else is there? A couple sales calls. Your day's over. <laughs> 50, 50 quality sales calls? <laughs> 50, 50 quality free sales leads. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't get to um, that I wanted to discuss was wrestling. Because you, you had a great post on Arn Anderson. Oh, yeah, double A. Yeah, Arn Anderson dressed as Brian McCann and vice versa. Correct, yes. What, what era and what um, wrestling federation was Anderson from? All right, Anderson, I think he kicked around Georgia Championship Wrestling for a while and then was part of the NWA. And, 
Uh, this would have been eighties, I suppose. Okay. Uh, probably spanning the entire decade. Have we talked about uh, wrestling on one of your podcasts before? I don't believe we have. But oh. I would have a lot to say. Well, let's do that next time. Two weeks from now, we'll do wrestling. Sounds lovely. Um, and if it's not too much trouble for you, are, are you familiar with the excellent uh, Roland Bartz essay on wrestling? I'm not. Uh, Roland Bartz. Roland uh, Bartz. Sure. The uh, he has an excellent essay on wrestling. Yeah, so right. Um, as sort of like a, as sort like, of like is like is is sort of like area to Greek warriors or actual yeah, precise, fat chairs. Uh, well, in fact, pre- precisely, yeah. Uh, he okay. he talks about it as like the closest thing in the modern age to to Greek tragedy. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. Does well, that interest you at all or no? Uh, depends on if he made it more than it needs to be. It's possible he does. It's possible he does. Yeah. I read it in a time when, um, in my life, um, when I was more annoying than I am now. If that um, strains the imagination, Sestouli. Yeah, I'm more annoying than I am now, and yeah. um, you're a little manic tonight. Yeah. Are you are you scared of it? No, you're just you're just a little manic, and uh, uh, it's, it's like you did some coke before you came on. Uh, uh, no, actually, I did have a vigorous workout though before I talked to you. Is that right? Um, a vigorous workout um, that I uh, concluded by um, some excellent stretching of my hip flexor, including a stretch ah. known as the warrior lunge. Uh, I got a bum hip flexor. Oh yeah, oh. I do a variant of the warrior lunge called the ultimate warrior lunge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you leap off the top rope? <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Uh, I will occasionally ascend a turnbuckle, um, uh-huh. or to the top turnbuckle, and I will. Um, also, eat a Slim Jim while doing it yeah. for a little cross-promotional value. I like it, yes. Yeah. So two weeks oh. from now, though, we'll talk predominantly about wrestling. Uh, that sounds like a cracking good idea. And we could also maybe talk... Uh, no, that's strange. No. I was thinking what? we could say, like, well, what... Um, I mean, you already sort of did it, but which which baseball players are like which wrestlers? But that's just that, to me, is phony. That's baloney. Uh, I, I see no reason to waver from the course of talking all about wrestling. Yeah, right. What could go wrong with that? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. All right, Dean. Well, listen. Uh, what am I going to do? Mention the time that uh, the junkyard dog was blinded by the Freebirds? Is that what I'm going to do? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh. Oh yeah. No. Um, I don't know if you noticed uh, today in the Daily Notes column. Um, I discussed a, a little bit the rhetorical device known as paralipsis. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with paralipsis? Possibly. That is the um, practice of invoking something um, by saying that you will not invoke it. So, like, um, I will not, um, I will not even talk about my co-host's um, various sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. I won't. Okay. I'm not even going to mention uh, the. <laughs> The sorts of loose women uh, yeah. w- with whom he shared a bed and bodily fluids. That's that is uh, that's Would a variation of that. Be like when people say not to be an a- but and they proceed to be an. A- um, I don't know what that is. No. Not. Mm. Yeah. Right. Or they say yeah. something, or uh, perhaps, and that's maybe like. Uh, what a what a man will do, or a woman, or a girl, will say maybe uh, J.K. She'll say something terrible, but J.K. Uh, like you look fat in that outfit, J.K. That, that seems like a different thing. Okay. I'm talking, you know, like when you're like 
I don't want to be rude, but and then you say something completely rude. You're going to be rude. You don't yeah. guise it under kidding. You just did what you said you weren't going to do. That's different. You're right. But yeah. it, it, they're both ways to insult people while suggesting in a poorly that you will not that you're not trying to insult them. Yeah, the old bob and weave. Yeah, yeah the old bob and weave. All right, Dane. Well, listen, I will invite you to a little um, um, post um, post pod conversation. But for for now, let's say goodbye to the listener. Well, let's do that. Bye, listener. All right. That has been Dane Perry. I'm Carson Sestouli. And this has been a, um, a manic, um, some might say, I would say inspired edition of Fangraphs Audio. America.